here today to talk about The Avengers, the seminal British espionage series from 1961, which initially starred Ian Hendry as Dr. David Keel. But the show was marked by a high degree of cast turnover to the point that every few series, not seasons as it was British, sort of felt like an entirely different era. So after Hendry left due to the writer's strike, the most famous era is series four in 1965 when Diana Rigg, playing Emma Peel, debuted. Most people know Diana as Lady Elena in Game of Thrones, but this was her initial role that drove her to fame. They named her character Mrs. Emma Peel because she was initially called Samantha Peel, then Mantha Peel, then Emma Peel. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, what are you talking about? It's the Avengers. No, that's not the Avengers. That's not what I signed up for. Oh, my bad. I gotcha, I gotcha. So we're here today to talk about the new Avengers, the seminal 1976-1977 sequel series to the original UK Avengers. No, we gotta start over. Welcome back to a serious series about most important I'm your host, Tom. And I'm another host, Neil. Do we have last names, Tom? No, we don't. Are you sure? We're like Brazilian soccer players. <laughs> I feel like if you had a last name, it might be Storm or Stormati or something. <laughs> it would be like Stormati or something. And I, I think mine would be Andy And you would be Sod. No. <laughs> I thought it would be Sod. <laughs> uh, so... Avengers, huh? What are yes, those? the real Avengers. Marvel Avengers Assemble. That's what you mean. Um, obviously, we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are we talking about the whole MCU, or are we just talking about the Avengers I think, movies? I think we should just talk about the Avengers movies. Otherwise, probably be biting off more than we can chew. How can you talk about the Avengers movies without talking about the individual movies, though? It's true. I think you can... It, it, we're just going to have to play it from the point of view of a casual fan who only sees the Avengers movies and doesn't see anything in between and is really confused every time they go. Do those even exist? Like, does someone just go see Age of Ultron and then, like, two, however many years later, see Endgame without seeing anything else? I bet half of the people who see it see it like that. And they still think it's amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, that would make sense. It's kind of like those casual Game of Thrones fans who decided this season to just like start watching, right? Or someone so that makes probably up, great, maybe. Or someone who picks up Kingdom Hearts three without having played any of the previous Kingdom Hearts games. I'd like to find someone like that and punch them in the face. Just I'd like to I find someone like violence. that and shake their hand and buy them a mocha. <laughs> um. So let's. I, I think we should touch a little bit on everything in the MCU, but like focus primarily on the Avengers movies. Yep. That makes sense. All right. So, obviously. So, do you want to go back all the way back then before the Avengers? Well, um, yeah. All right. We could. So, How about this? Let's start with the Avengers and we can backtrack as needed. Okay. Which Avengers, though? There are four of Mar them Marvel's, Marvel Avengers Assemble. A.K.A. Okay. The Avengers All from right. 2012. So in 2012, man, I remember I was so excited to see this movie. Um, and I saw it with one of our other co-hosts, Chris. Um, and 
it was after finals one year during college and we just went and saw it a couple days after it came out actually and it was crazy it was one of the best movie going experiences i've ever had so in this movie we've already you know we've already sort of gotten familiar with the, most of the main characters right mm-hmm. this is after iron man after uh Iron Man 2 and right. Ed, Ed Norton's Incredible Hulk, which no one right. really talks about. I've never seen uh, it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, Robert Downey Jr. pops up in a post credit scene. Ah. As Iron Man. Well, as Tony Stark. But, um, then you have Captain America, the first Avenger, and mm-hmm. Thor. Those aren't right. in order of release. Those are just in the hodgepodge order. But all of it was leading up to the Avengers. And this was the first sort of big crossover movie from multiple different superhero franchises. And we, we consider it sort of wrote by now, but at the time it was a crazy big gamble because if any of those first five movies didn't work, mm-hmm. the, they wouldn't have made Avengers. Wow. But all of them made a ton of money. They're all variable quality. Yeah. Iron Man is great. Um, right. I actually really like the first Thor. Not a lot of uh, some people I do. Too. Yeah, and uh, Captain America. Captain America was Avengers. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything Iron Man two was shit. Yeah, and Incredible Hulk was, was actually pretty good. I thought. You know, I was thinking though after I saw the latest Avengers movie, I'm really glad um, that Ed Norton didn't continue. I mean, I never saw that movie, but. He seems like a mostly pretty serious actor, except for like, uh, I don't know, occasionally he is a little bit more lighthearted. But uh, I really like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, especially in the latest movie where the Hulk is uh, kind of an easygoing guy. (laughs) Um, So that was actually during the production of Incredible Hulk, Ed Norton was really involved in writing the script and he was they didn't take any of his ideas basically because he was so he was really unhappy with the final product so it was really 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 difficult to work with during the movie so that's why they recast the hulk before doing the avengers and i remember at the time when they announced it was going to be mark ruffalo they sort of threw shade to ed norton being like yeah we needed someone who was a team player for team movies yeah um and they haven't had a solo hulk movie since then right but that's actually not or anything that's because universal owns all the rights to solo hulk movies interesting yeah, yeah that makes sense i've seen the hulk at like universal studios <laughs> well the florida stuff is di- oh no you're talking about california yeah. <laughs> um oh, man. those rights things are so uh, weird like the spider-man stuff which we've already covered um yeah we'll have to touch on that a little bit again yeah not too much. No, I remember when this movie came out, like I probably like a lot of people are pretty skeptical that you could have that many characters in one movie. Little did we know that like six years later there would be like two and a half times as many Avengers all fighting. Yeah, there's so many friggin' Avengers right now. Um Yeah, but uh oh, the first uh, really important for the Avengers also because Loki is the main villain right. in the Avengers. 
But even in the first Avengers movie, they were already setting up Thanos. Were they really? With the mm-hmm. were the Infinity Stones already in this one? Yeah, so the Infinity Stones Loki's staff, were. Right? Yeah, so they started in which movie? I think it was Captain America: The First Avenger, because the Tesseract is the space stone. Right. And in the Avengers, Loki's staff is, uh, has the Mind Stone in it. Right. And so Thanos, I think, it might be wrong on this because it was seven years ago at this point. Um, but I think Thanos gives Loki the Mind Stone staff thing. Oh. Um, and he and the Chitauri are Thanos's. Right. Yeah, dude. that makes sense. So that's that's why Loki is making is working for him. He's trying to get. Um, actually, I don't even remember his goal in the first movie. I think he was just trying to be villainous. Yeah, I don't really know. That's just kind of... That's just his character, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, is it had... And then in the post credit scene, I think it was Josh Sweden's idea to have Thanos being, like, in there in the post credit scene. Yeah, they keep Thanos. So that was his first appearance. I didn't really... Was that where he was just sitting there on his throne or something? Or was that like... Mm-hmm. He was sitting there looking evil, and then someone says something about courting death, and he gives a little smirk. And he does that little smirk because in the comics, Thanos' motivation to wipe out half of all living creatures is because he is in love with the personification of death. He wants to bang uh... her. So he wants to kill a bunch of things so that he can bang death, basically. I'm glad they changed that. It makes way more they sense. It makes that. way more <laughs> sense, I think, how they did it. Yeah, but they were like hinting towards that with the him being like, yeah, death. Uh, let's get it. And th- that movie uh, had so many, so many cool moments, but I think the Hulk was everyone's favorite character during that movie. Really? Just because he was like crazy and running around the city. I think one of the best scenes in all of cinema is when Mark Ruffalo or Bruce Banner is standing there and they're like, oh, come on, go Hulk out now. We need you. And he's, they're like, get angry. And he's like, I'm always <laughs> angry. And then he just turns to the Hulk and punches that giant space uh, well. Seven years later, that's still one of my favorite things I've ever seen on screen. I need to watch I, you know, after having watched game, I do want to go back and like watch these ones and just see how different they were. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about Endgame, right? Is that it makes yeah, because they go to back to the first one. Read it, yeah. Um, um, right there. or later in the episode. And I remember the trailer for Avengers was the post-credit scene for Captain America: The oh, First really? Avenger. So what was the post-credit scene? It, it was the entire trailer. Oh. Yeah. What happened? Remember? Yeah, Captain America's like punching a punching bag, and Nick Fury's like, "Let's yeah. do it." And then, it, yeah. Do uh, you know how much each actor? Sorry, you're you know how much each actor made for the movie? 
Yeah. For the first Avengers movie? No, I have okay, no idea. It's, it's a little uneven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America, he made 2 to $3 million. Not bad. Okay. And okay, so Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Thor made the same amount. Jeremy Renner, who played Hawkeye, also made the same amount. Scarlett Johansson, who played the Black Widow, made four to six million. And Robert Downey wow. Jr. earned fifty million bucks. Yeah, fifty million. So he also got even even back because he got box office bonuses and back end compensation. Yeah, that's so crazy. it was probably like ten million. And then like forty million from wow, who knows like three or four percent or something. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely insane. So he's got to be that uh, he's got to be one of the richest guys in Hollywood, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, like he's made an insane amount of money yeah. from this franchise, and it's been talked about ad nauseum. But it was such a big risk casting him for the first Iron Man movie. Because of all his drug problems, um, it's kind of a miracle that MCU even happened. Because Iron Man, from all the production really? stories, was a huge mess. Uh, John, there was no script; it yeah. had a loose outline. And uh, John Favreau and Jeff Bridges and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, sort of just made it all come together. And obviously, Kevin, uh, you know what's his? How do you pronounce it? I have no idea. Feige or Feige? Let's just say Kevin. <laughs> Uh, so he was obviously hugely responsible, but they, uh, if Iron Man failed, they weren't going to make any other movies. They were basically going to sell the rights wow. to all their characters to everyone else. I would have, yeah, that's, that, and that's crazy. This is like the biggest movie series of the last over 10 years, right? Like, when yeah. did the first Iron Man come out? Like 2000, yeah. That was a great movie, man. That was a great movie. Um, Iron Man 2 was disappointing, but it did introduce Scarlett Johansson. So Iron Man 2. No complaints. Oh, that's right. That's right. Had Mickey Rourke. Fought off the wrestler. And, right? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. That's what it looks like he was about to have another career, or a career. Yeah, and they replaced... Uh, Buddy, Rhodey, in Iron Man 2. It was Terrence Howard, and then there's Don Cheadle. Which I always forget. I always forget that it was not you know, Don Cheadle. Because he's been in so many of these movies now. Yeah, I so I actually really liked Terrence really? Howard way more than Don Cheadle in that role. I think Don Cheadle is just kind of like there. I think Terrence Howard had a personality. Yeah, Don Cheadle doesn't really... Um, he's just like but, a worse version of Iron Man, basically, right? Like, that's just... Yeah, you get the, you get the sense that if Terrence Howard um, had actually come back, like his same line next time, maybe, if he had actually come back, you feel like War Machine yeah. would have been a much more interesting character. But they, I think for the same reason that they recast Ed Norton, which is that he would be too difficult to work Doesn't with. Doesn't he believe that one plus one money. does not equal two? He believes one plus one equals one. 
<laughs> I'm not even making this Why? up. That's what, that's what he actually believes. That's so stupid. I mean, he landed on his feet. He was he's an empire, which is one of the biggest shows on TV. He's um, the smallest thing notwithstanding. Let me correct myself. He believes one times one equals two. <laughs> Somehow that's even stupider. Uh, I don't know why. Um, the Avengers also did the thing where one of the connective tissues of the first phase killed Cole right. and killed him. Did he actually die, though? He didn't for... Because <laughs> I know he yeah. didn't at one point. Um, they... No, he, he died. Um, and then yeah. they made started making tv shows so in and actually up until avengers endgame marvel's mm -hmm. agents of shield Which was my crazy. favorite marvel related thing i can't believe it's still going and season six just premiered a couple days ago and i haven't seen the premiere yeah but um so they essentially have nick fury oh, revive phil colson using alien technology um but they do a really good job of it. They, it's not just like a magic thing. There's consequences to it. His like psyche is a little bit fractured. Um, they introduce the aliens from uh, Captain Marvel, and that was in Phase Three. And they have Nick Fury like learning about the Kree during that, so it sort of plants the seeds. And also, Phil Coulson is in that. It's a prequel movie. Um, but they do a really good job, and it's I think it's the best storytelling. That the MCU does. Got it. They have they have Samuel L. Jackson in a couple episodes pop up. Right. And, uh, Kobe Smulders, who plays Maria Hill. And then <laughs> they they do a lot of cool stuff. They introduced Ghost Rider, I think, in one of the. Oh seasons. man. Bring him back. Just and then they killed Phil Coulson again. So he's dead right now. Well, five seasons later, yeah, because they thought the show was going to be canceled. Wow. What uh, what channel is he on? ABC, okay. It's on, it's on ABC, and that's probably mm -hmm. why it survived because ABC is owned by Disney, Marvel is owned by Disney. But there's the promise that all the TV shows would be connected to the movie universe was just a complete lie, and there have actually been a ton of TV shows, mm -hmm. and they make references to the movies, but the movies never make references to them. Yeah, so like none of the Avengers even knew that he did come. Didn't he come back at one point in the movie? In one of the movies? No. Um, I so maybe they're even thinking mm, of faking nope. Nick Fury's death or something. That happened. Yeah, yeah, that was in uh, one of the Phase Two movies. Yep, Winter Soldier. So then, yeah, we can jump into Phase Two, which led up to Avengers: Age of Ultron. You didn't see Iron Man 3? Oh. It wasn't crappy. It was okay. The um, the premise is that there's like a super serum basically that makes people into superhumans. 
and you think that they're using one of the Iron Man's classic villains, the Mandarin, but he's a really racist caricature. Uh, so they have Ben Kingsley play an actor who's playing someone called the Mandarin instead of there being a real Mandarin. Um, they have Iron Man lose his suit and he needs the help of a kid in the garage. And that's the kid who's in the funeral at Avengers Endgame. I was really wondering who that kid was in the background on Tony Stark's porch. Yeah, so... I was able um, to figure that out after like <laughs> a, like 10 minutes of searching online. Yeah, because another problem is that he grew a ton in between yeah, Iron Man 3 and this movie. But it's cool that they included him. But was he that... Does he really need to be there? He was pretty important for Iron Man 3, the movie. Okay. Um, but the best movie in Phase 2, hands down, is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. That was a really good movie. It was more... It felt more realistic than the other Marvel movies, right? Yeah, they modeled it out as a spy movie, like an espionage thriller yeah. from the 70s. And okay. they got Robert Redford... And it's kind of crazy that they got Robert Redford to do to reprise that role in Avengers Endgame because he retired from acting. Yeah, I was really surprised. Oh yeah, because he was in the flashbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Or what? Back in time or whatever. And that actually like made it seem more connected because they added him into like the aftermath of the original Avengers movie, even though he wasn't even a character then. Mm-hmm. And what else? They had other callbacks to that because that was like, Winter Soldier was actually the first movie that the Russo brothers who directed. Uh, the next Captain America movie and Infinity War and Endgame, Winter Soldier was their first movie that they worked on for Marvel and the uh, screenwriters also. Interesting. That was a so really good movie. That was that was one of the best. Um, and they have that awesome elevator fight scene, which they did a cool yeah. callback to in the Avengers. Right. Um, and the reason they had it was cool that they had Cap saying Hail Hydra because that references his turn as an actual Hydra villain in one of the later latest Marvel Comics events, which everyone hated. Oh, really? Yeah, they make Captain America like brainwashed into him having always been a member of Hydra. Oh, God. And he like destroys America, basically. What? Yeah, this is dumb. I did think it was at least funny that he said that in the elevator. And it was yeah, able definitely. to like, walk out with the stuff. Um, Winter Soldier destroyed the shield and they killed Nick Fury fake out and brought him yes. back it was just a good movie yeah. um, and it retroactively made Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. great because the f- entire first season was kind of shitty until right, right after this movie yeah um, because they destroyed S.H.I.E.L.D. and like made the rest of the show for a couple seasons at least being about Hydra versus S.H.I.E.L.D. which right. was not up until that point it was also great to go around and whisper to people, Hail Hydra. After that. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> um, I had completely forgotten about that until the last movie. And I really <laughs> laughed at that when Captain America did that. Um, what other movies were in Guardians. Phase 2? Guardians. Was that in Phase 2? Yeah. yeah. It was the same uh, year as Captain America. Wow. Yeah, that was, uh, that was 2014. Yeah. That was an amazing movie. That was, yeah, that was really good. It was um, a big totally. thing at the time to get Chris Pratt to not be the guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah, that was kind of his first like action 
roll, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good in that. Um, and it was more... It didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Well, it did It did in the tone, but it was... I mean, obviously, it's a space movie. Yeah, it expanded the universe. And yeah. it did a lot of legwork for setting up Thanos to have him again being his evil chair, doing nothing. Right. Um, now, being sort of the master manipulator behind the scenes. These were not the original Guardians from the comics, right? No, they were... A later incarnation, but in the second movie, they have the original Guardians. I remember Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, Miley <laughs> Cyrus. Um, Miley Cyrus? Yeah, she plays like an alien looking person. She just does the voice. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah. And it was crazy that they made a tree and a raccoon work at the time. Now we take it for granted. I'm still not totally on board with Groot. Really? Yeah. He was great in that movie, and then he died at the end. And uh, right. teenage teenage Groot, who is technically a different Groot, right. kind of lame. Yeah, he hasn't really done much. Yeah, maybe he'll stop sucking soon. That would be nice. Are they going to keep going with those guys? Yeah. Dang. Because, um, I mean, they made Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 which is actually set in the same year as Guardians 1. Oh, really? And then, yeah, set in 2014, um, just a few months after the first movie. And then they were supposed to be already filming Guardians 3 right now. <laughs> and then the whole thing with James Gunn happened. Yeah. And then he got rehired. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Because ah. everyone was super unhappy that they fired him. Um, and he had already written script. And Dave Bautista said, basically, I'm not going to do Guardians 3 unless you use James Gunn's script. His brother does the uh, motion control for Rocket on set. (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Yeah. Um, And apparently Thor will be in the third one now. Oh, cool. And it was actually really cool at the time that Karen Gillan (laughs) was in Guardians yeah, I know. And now it's like, huh. I mean, I still really like her character. Kind. Of. I mean, not really. Endgame was the best guy, movie but... for her character. Yeah. Yeah, this last, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Guardians was, uh, you might actually be able to guess this. What show do you think was Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, Doctor Who? Uh, no. Okay. Now let me actually think. Um, <laughs> what show? Um, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Puppets in Space. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. Space Pigs from the Muppets? So close. It was Farscape. Far- okay, I never would have guessed that. Farscape was a huge influence on James Gunn for making these movies. Um, I love that show. It's it's an amazing show. And they hired the guy who like the main guy from the show who plays the character John Crichton. I'm struggling to remember his name right now. Um Ben Browder. Yeah. So they hired him for the second movie. And when they hired when James Gunn called him to be like, You want to roll in the movie? He was like, Yeah, sure. And then James Gunn said, You know, I loved your show. 
He was like, yeah, I know. I saw your first movie. It was basically our show. Oh, really? Yeah. That's um, what else was in phase two then? Besides um, Thor, Thor to the Dark or, World. <laughs> well, then basically Avengers, right? Age of Ultron. Yeah, but we got to talk about the Dark World a little bit. Dark World. So this was where we found out that Loki was actually a dark elf or whatever. No, no, we find that out in the first movie. He was a frost giant. Right, frost giant. Okay, and then Dark World is just different. Yeah, guys. Dark World. Dark World was the dark elves being the bad guys. And I love that everyone involved in making this and the entire franchise itself just like knows how stupid the dark elves are because they even make a joke about it in Avengers Endgame. Did they really? Yeah, Thor is like essentially recapping the plot of Thor the Dark World. <laughs> And he's like, yes, I, was, I had the Aether, and it was in Jane. We used to date, but now we don't date. And we were fighting the Dark Elves. Ooh, scary, the guys. <laughs> um, they made him so good, starting from Thor 3. I was going to say, did at this point, he was still pretty, ser- like, pretty serious. I mean, kind of yeah. jokey, but, but it was really like Thor Ragnarok, where it was much more comedy right mm-hmm. Thor 2 was sort of the end of the original Thor <clears throat> and it was super serious and they killed his mom and they had the Christopher Eccleston play the bad guy and he was just useless oh yeah that's right they had the reality stone being the MacGuffin of the movie Natalie Portman quit after this movie because they were originally supposed to hire Patty Jenkins uh, and it would have been the first female Marvel director she's uh-huh. the one who ended up directing Wonder Woman for DC but Natalie Portman was so pissed after this that they that she just didn't want to be in any more Marvel movies. Um, although she did reprise her role technically for Endgame. Like walking around in the background, you mean? No, that was actually a deleted scene oh, um, really? from, from The Dark World, yeah. But she did record some new lines. Okay. And she was at the premiere, red carpet premiere and everything. Got it. Um, but yeah, The Dark World was just a mediocre Thor movie. Yeah. But it ended up being important for Endgame because it was one of the ones with the reality stones. And it was the last Thor movie that had the Cat Dennings and um, the Doctor Dude. Yeah. Which, you know. No big loss. No big loss, yeah. Yeah, and then the next one was Age of Ultron. Yep. I, Which was also really good. Was it? But now when I look back at it, it was the least interesting i think right it was okay it was just fighting a big ai machine which i don't know after after saving earth against aliens that come in mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a letdown it was cool thematically why they did that because like after the first big alien attack they had like tony stark want to create something that would protect the world mm-hmm. And he makes Ultron, and then they make the AI from the first batch of movies into Vision. So that stuff was cool, but it was really like poorly paced. It did ended up doing a lot of heavy lifting for the next few movies, mm-hmm. and it it was too quippy. Mm. It was like trying to. It was too Joss Whedon, right? And it broke Joss Whedon, and he didn't want to direct more Marvel movies after this. Yeah. 
he did end up sort of stepping in to finish Justice League, which was a hot wreck. Oh, I forgot he did that. Yeah. And, yeah, and right after this also, he sort of had his, like, fall from grace because everyone, like, thought he was a big feminist. And then he had, like, this affair with his wife and, like, some sexual harassment stuff. So that's why Joss Whedon doesn't do things anymore. (laughs) Yeah, he hasn't really done much, right? Yep. Wow. And he definitely, this is definitely the worst Avengers movie. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I can't remember much about it at this point. (laughs) I remember being like, eh, it's okay. One of my favorite writers described it as a bunch of action figures being thrown together. And then people recorded it. <laughs> but yeah. the last movie in Phase Two was actually Ant Man, right? Which I never, I actually never saw that one. Oh, I've really? Seen it, either Ant Man movie. Oh, they're both great and actually surprisingly important for Endgame. Yeah, apparently. I recommend going back and watching them because they're fun movies. They're the funniest of the Marvel movies, I think. Right. Paul Rudd is great. Yeah, I really like Paul Rudd. Um, yeah, I was really confused uh, <laughs> as to the whole, yeah, basically the whole plot device to get everything off the ground. Well, that's, and game. yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I could, do you, want, do you want a little bit of info I, or? No, I tried reading about it and I was like, you know, screw it, I'll just watch a movie. <laughs> um, well, yeah, essentially it's just that there's a quantum realm and it does time travel. That's that's actually not important for the plot of either of the Ant-Man movies. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like a side thing. Right. But they are hilarious, and Michael Pena is in them, and he's hilarious, and Evangeline Lilly in them, and she is just A+. plus. Yeah, man. Going back from Days of Lost. Yeah. Heat from Lost. Yep. Uh, what, and also what the crappy elf from uh, The Hobbit. Oh God, I forgot she was in that. No, why did dumb. you? Why did you ruin Evangeline Lilly for That's me? So dumb. There's something else to say about Ant Man. Oh yeah, all the Ant Man was one of actually the first movies in development at Marvel. Huh. Um, it was supposed to be with Edgar Wright. Well, he ended up being a producer, right? I think he ended up being a producer just because of like all the legwork he that he had done. Got it. And so they like had to give him something for that, but he he had like a really messy divorce from Marvel. It was his child, and they it, they wanted to make it more fitting in with like the Marvel aesthetic and Marvel machine. They didn't really want to make it an Edgar Wright movie, so he like walked away. Well, he was fired, honestly. Um, but it still ended up being a pretty good movie. Hmm. But it could have been a great movie, right? And that was the last movie of Phase 2. And then Phase 3 started, which hasn't even ended yet. Yeah, I can't believe it. One more left, right? One more left, yeah. So Phase 3, if I'm remembering correctly, goes Captain America Civil War. Yep. Maybe Guardians 2? Close. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I forgot about Doctor Strange. Yeah. Did you watch Doctor Strange? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah, I saw both those movies on Netflix. <laughs> after the fact. Um, Doctor Strange is cool because 
Benny Benny Cumber snatches is good. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? But yeah, <laughs> the visuals are awesome. The story is okay. Um, yeah, but it's okay. But he's like an important character for the rest of the movies. Right. Um, so yeah, then Guardians too. Then Guardians too. Um, oh yeah, we forgot to mention Guardians one had the Power Stone, and then mm-hmm. Doctor Strange has the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Civil War was essentially an Avengers movie. Basically. Except they have uh, minus Hulk and minus Thor because both of them Sorry. vanish off after Age of Ultron. How did Hulk get lost? He he ran away at the end because he had like destroyed a city, so he just like goes off in the spaceship, and Thor just goes off and does Thor things. Um, it's it's in Infinity War where Thor is doing his own thing mostly. He goes off and makes uh, well, there's Thor Ragnarok in between, and right, that's an important one because it has Hulk, it has um, Mjolnir getting destroyed, it has Odin dying. Mm-hmm. It's a cool one. Also, just a great movie. Also, just a hilarious movie. Yeah, one of one of probably one of the best Marvel yeah. movies. Um. And so, actually, so Age of Ultron, Thor Ragnarok, and Infinity War slash Endgame are supposed to be sort of the storyline trajectory for the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Because he's not allowed to have his own movie, so they basically said, let's make like a mini movie series for you within these other movies. Right. And that culminates in getting, um, so Age of Ultron, Hulk is out of control. Thor Ragnarok, Hulk is completely in control and Bruce Banner doesn't really have any control. Yeah. Infinity War, because he gets his ass kicked by Thanos at the beginning, Hulk is scared to come out. Right. Uh, and in between Infinity War and Endgame in the five years, they merge into Professor Hulk, which is the strength of Somehow. Hulk and the intellect of Thor. I mean, yeah. the intellect of, of Bruce Banner. Right. Yeah. Civil War. What a great movie. That was one of the best Marvel movies. I keep yeah. saying that about a bunch of these movies, but that's just because a lot of them are really good. Yeah. Um, no, this was a good one. Uh, this was the first appearance of Black Panther, first appearance of Spider-Man in the MCU. Right. And they adapted a really famous uh, storyline, and they made it somehow work as both an Avengers movie and a Captain America movie, because it's a lot of it is about Bucky. And a lot of it's from focuses on Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. So the other guys are there too. Yep, and they reveal that Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents, which is just oh, crazy. Yeah, they have that awesome fight at the end, and they leave the team fractured. That fight was really cool at the end. Yeah, that was a great fight. So which t- which side were you on? Um, see, you start out being on Captain America's side because, like, yeah, screw regulation. Yeah. And then you sort of end up being on Iron Man's side because, you know, this dude's friend did murder your parents and this dude knew about it. Oh. Yeah. So I think it's like a very realistic, it's a very realistic fight. Yeah. As realistic as a superhero fracture fight can be. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're both, they're both right. Yeah. 
No, I agree. That's what makes it good, right? Like they both mm-hmm. have a point. Yeah. Um, and that's the, there's no the the villain is Baron Zemo. Um, and yeah, he's just sort of manipulating behind the scenes. Right. Then he's even sympathetic. So who's on each team? Okay, let's see if I remember this without looking it up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm trying to see. All right, Iron Man is Iron Man, War Machine, um, Spider Man. Widow. She's on Iron Man's side. Is she? I think she is. Let's see. And then, oh, and Black Panther. And then Team Cap is Captain America, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, and Vision. Oh, I forgot about Vision. And what maybe Scarlet Witch. Uh, he got killed in Infinity War. <laughs> By what? He got killed in Infinity War because the reason he was alive was because of the Mind Stone. Oh, yeah. So, so Scarlet character. Witch kills him. <laughs> oh, you're going to hate what's going to happen in no, the future then. No one uh, even cared about him. No, he was good. Yeah, but like he didn't come up once in Endgame. No, he did. Scarlet Witch mentions him. Really? Oh, yeah, because yeah, they were right. a thing. Ah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> um, am I am I right about the teams? Am I missing anyone? I think you're right. That's pretty good. And Hawkeye was on oh, yeah. Captain America's team also. Right. All right. Who's on whose side in Civil War? Okay, so Team Stark is Iron Man, Black Widow, War Machine, Vision. Oh, I was wrong about Vision. He was on Iron Man's side. And Black Panther. And then Team Cap is Hawkeye, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man, Sharon Carter. Oh, yeah. Forgot about her. Who's she? She is um, his love interest, Peggy Carter. It's her niece, I think. And he makes out with her at some point. And it's, it's actually fun think about the implications of that in light of the end of Avengers Endgame. (laughs) Um, We'll talk about that in a little bit because I definitely want to get to that. Um, But yeah, Civil War was a great movie. Is there anything else to mention about it, really? No, I don't think so. They do Giant Man, which is cool. You mean like Ant-Man? Yeah, they have Ant-Man become giant, giant. and he's Giant Man. Is that what they call him? (laughs) That is what they call him. Um, da, da, da. Okay, so I jumped that, forward. Yeah, what else in Phase 3? Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, that was last in, in 2018. Um, so a lot, of these movies, a lot of these movies I ended up not seeing in theaters or not seeing at all. <laughs> That's fair, but you saw Black Panther, right? I did. I saw it on an airplane. <laughs> it was really good. It was. Um, this was the best Marvel villain. 
in Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Killmonger. Um, I think it's better than be Thanos. Right. His motivations are are really sympathetic. Yeah. He's like, you have this all this great technology, you could help the world, and you're hoarding it. Right. And then I thought of his uh, motivation more as spite, though. That like. I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah. Because you can't make him too altruistic, because then he's not a good villain. Right. Uh, yeah, and then after Black Panther, I mean, there's a lot more to say about Black Panther, but I don't think for an Avengers-ish focused episode, we shouldn't harp too much on it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so then you go to Avengers Infinity War, which, goddamn, what a movie. Yeah, that was crazy. So this is the one where, like, I mean, how many Avengers are there at this point? Like, 15? There's a ton. We skipped over Spider-Man Homecoming, but I think we talked about that a little bit in our Spider-Man episode. The only points to hit there are Iron Man is in it, and he's a surrogate father for Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, which makes Spider-Man's death in this movie so, like, moving. That that entire sequence was uh, was improved by Tom Holland. Oh, really? Yeah, where he's like, I don't want to go. That wasn't in the script. Man, what a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and so many, I'm sure so many kids needed therapy at the end of this movie. Yeah, that was kind of, that was crazy. Fortunately, all the main Avengers stayed alive. Yeah, the original <laughs> five, because Hawkeye wasn't in this one. Yeah. Um, as we said, they kill Vision. They kill him twice, actually. <laughs> so Scarlet Witch kills him once to try to destroy the Mind Stone. And then Thanos just takes the time stone and undoes it and then kills him again to get the mind stone. They're like, this character is so bad. We need to... <laughs> One death isn't good enough. Why, why did you not like Vision as a character? I don't know. I just thought he was kind of boring. That's I, fair. I was confused. Like, I don't know. Also, he had a lame name. <laughs> One thing that pissed me off during this movie was that the trailers all showed that scene of all the Avengers running in Wakanda, and it included the Hulk. And there was no Hulk in this movie, except for briefly at the beginning, when he's fighting Thanos. So they just made that scene just for the For trailers. the trailers, yep. That's so weird. <laughs> um, so wait, and... did you, like, after you watch the movie, you're like, wait a minute, I feel like I was ripped off. And you no, went back it was... to the trailer. No, it was a good movie, but I just remember watching the trailer so many times that I was like, where's this scene? Uh, they killed, they super killed Loki at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And they killed uh, Heimdall played by Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. You know what's weird? What? I had a dream about Idris Elba yesterday. Oh, really? Do tell. Yeah. It wasn't a sex dream. <laughs> I didn't ask it was. Uh, I was asking him about his DJ career. I didn't know he had one. Yeah, he, he's, he has a bunch of DJ stuff. That would actually be a great episode. Yeah. Uh, he played at Coachella this year. What? Yeah. It was, it, it was apparently great. And he also does has this Netflix show called uh, Turn Up Charlie where he plays a DJ. That is weird. Mm-hmm. I can't picture that. I asked him about if he was going to be James Bond. And then my, and then my dream ended. Oh, so you don't know? I don't know. 
Oh no. Um, and he hated being in the Marvel movies also. Well, he was just kind of there, sort of. Yeah. So he was happy when they killed him. Yeah. And so they super killed Loki. They super killed Loki. The the entire movie was just great fight scenes. It was really, really fast paced. Right. But it it didn't feel like overwhelming. Not really. And you felt like they had a chance too. Yeah. And they did. If Thor had gone for the head. Yeah, do you think I mean do you think they actually had a chance? Yeah. There were two there were two moments in that movie where they could have won. One is if Chris Pratt um, hadn't like flipped a shit over Gamora dying. Mm-hmm. And the other is if Thor had just uh, killed Thanos. Right. Damn. But then they wouldn't have needed a sequel. Yeah, which was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, one of the best cliffhanger endings in movies, way better than the only other cliffhanger ending I can think of, which is between The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> Are you sure? That was, there... uh, that's pretty hard to top. <laughs> Although maybe not considering I saw Ma- I saw the second Matrix and never, I was like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to see the third one. Oh God. Um, what else do you want to say about Infinity War? Uh, yeah, the, the big battle was really cool with the Wakanda guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say second only to basically the same exact battle that took place <laughs> in Endgame. So that was just way more epic. Because um, it was kind of, I don't know, I was at least surprised, but yeah. maybe I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Um, no, I think, I think it awesome. naturally, naturally gets you into the next one. Well, there's two in between that and Endgame. True. Two there's Ant-Man and the Wasp, which you have not seen. Nope. But which is important only for... I mean, it's a good movie and you should see it. Um, but it also does... like introduces more of the quantum realm. And the post credit scene is Ant-Man going into the quantum realm to like do some research thing. And uh, the Wasp and Hank Pym... And another character are there and supposed to pull them out, and they get dusted away. Right. And then Captain Marvel, which is a prequel movie set in the '90s, um, I haven't seen. Yeah. Which is actually one of the first Marvel movies that I haven't seen during its theatrical run, uh-huh. and that was because a, I heard it was kind of meh. Yeah. And b, it looked meh based on the trailers. Yeah, it didn't look that great. I was yeah. I didn't see it either, and I was in Avengers Endgame. I was surprised how strong Captain Marvel was. Yeah, she's supposed movie. to be like the most she's supposed to be like the most powerful character in the universe. Um, but her, I, her movie wasn't essential to Endgame. I'm surprised they didn't want to bring her back for Endgame to like go back in time or anything. I guess she was like, nah, I'm good. I, so I'm kind of confused the reason they did that. And I think the reason they made her not essential in Endgame was because her movie only came out a month or so before. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want people to like feel like they had to see that movie. Got it. 
that being said, it still made like a billion dollars. So it's not suffering in any way. Which one did? Captain Marvel. Are you kidding me? Nope. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then just go straight into Endgame. Yeah. Which made movie. like all the money. Yeah. It's the highest opening weekend of all time. Um, it beat Titanic. I think it's the number two movie of all time now. Good. And this is after like a week and a half. Screw Titanic. <laughs> uh, what did you think of time travel in this movie? Um, I thought I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I'm kind. I'm. I'm relieved that they didn't try to get too in the weeds, making some crap up anyway. Mm-hmm. But it was also kind of. I think. I think that's fine. That Tony Stark just was like, you know what, I'm gonna figure this out now, and then he did. <laughs> in like I a couple like, weeks. Yeah. I I so love. I never thought about trying to do this before. All right, let's do it. <laughs> well, I think it was essentially that Ant Man like gave him the idea of using quantum realm stuff. Isn't that what all time travel would be? This is gonna come as a shock to you, but time travel is not real as of yet. <laughs> but come on, hasn't he ever seen a movie before? I did like I, they I, talked about different movies. That yeah, they talked about so many movies. Um, and I was reading an interview with Karen <laughs> Gillan where she was like, ah, shit, I should have told them to mention Doctor Who at some point also. Right. Um, I they, like that uh, Iron Man did grill Ant-Man on the fact that his theory was entirely based on Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked their version I liked that their time travel didn't undo the five years between Infinity War and Endgame. Right. Which is interesting because it makes all the new Marvel movies set in, uh, what's five years from 2018, 2023. Yeah. Um, and it didn't undo like Tony Stark's character development and that he has a daughter. Um, yeah. And it didn't undo the fact that they lost in the first movie completely, even though they brought everyone back. They still had those five years of like dealing with it. Right. And I liked the version of time travel because I don't think we'd seen it in a movie before. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, the past not affecting the future entirely. Is that, mm-hmm. is that how to say it? Yeah. That's what they, that's what happened in this one. Yeah. It like creates a splinter timeline. Right. Um, so the alternate timelines were restored when they brought the Infinity Stones back, right? How so? So the Ancient One from Doctor Strange explains to Hulk that it creates a splinter timeline unless they bring the Infinity Stones back. Oh, right. Yeah. But there are still two timelines that they created in this movie that are completely changed and have to exist separately from the main okay. timeline. Which There's one? the one when they go back into the first movie and Loki escapes with the Tesseract. Right. So that's one timeline. That was probably not a good one. Um, and the other timeline is the one where there's no Thanos or no Gamora or no Nebula. Right. Because they all jump from 2014 to 2019. Died. Yeah. Well, no. That Nebula and Thanos died, but that Gamora is alive in the main timeline now, and she's the main oh, Gamora. Oh, yeah. That's kind of weird. 
Um, it's interesting because it doesn't undo again, like the emotional death right. of her in the first movie. Um, but it's it does undo all of her character development, which, which kind of makes for an interesting Guardians three. Yeah. And so this movie is supposed to be like jumping off point for the new stuff they're going to do with the MCU. And some of that new stuff is Disney plus series. Have you heard about these? No. So they're making mini series for Disney plus starring the movie actors. Really? But mm-hmm. like which ones? So three, there's four that are rumored. One is officially announced. Maybe two are officially announced. Uh, the one that is officially announced is called WandaVision. Oh, so with uh, Scarlet Witch. Yep, Scarlet Witch and Vision. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not watching that. I was so excited to tell you about it because I know how much you hate the Vision. Ugh. It's called WandaVision. That's so yeah, dumb. it's a shit title. Wow. Um, but it's going to like focus more on their relationship, which oh. is going to be interesting because he's dead. So how are they going to bring him back? Maybe we'll they find out. Maybe it'll just be her dealing with grief. Maybe she'll just be looking at his picture. It's just her going to the optometrist. <laughs> uh, another rumored slash announced one is um, a Loki-centered one. Oh, I would, that would maybe be good. Yeah, and it involves Loki traveling through time and like, doing stuff with history. And everyone was confused how they were going to do that because he's dead. And Loki escaping with a Tesseract creating this alternate timeline kind of explains it, how they could do uh, that still. Okay. Yep. Um, two others. Sorry, actually, the Loki one is rumored as of now. The officially announced one, I think, is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. So they're having them do like a mini series, eight or nine episodes, which is interesting because Falcon is now Captain America. That's true. So that might make it a little more interesting. Yeah, and they might Wonderful make still the... fly. Maybe. That'd be cool. Flying Captain America. Uh, they might have to change the title, though. Oh, true. If, if he's no longer Falcon. Maybe he'll just have the shield. <laughs> It'll just be the him, same costume, but he just like has a shield now. I guess. <laughs> um, and the last one is a Hawkeye series. Okay. We didn't we didn't talk about uh, Hawkeye yet, but so the series is rumored to be based on this like the only good Hawkeye comics run where he's training um, a young girl to be his replacement. So it'd be his daughter in this, right? It's either going to be his daughter or the original character from the comics named Kate Bishop, but they haven't really announced a lot of this yet. In the in this movie, he was teaching his daughter how to shoot bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Everyone thought that she like she might be. They might replace Kate Bishop with her, but they might still do Kate Bishop. Okay. But also, it's not even officially announced yet. Right. But Hawkeye in this movie, what did you think? Um, loved his haircut. <laughs> uh, I, I actually really liked him. Yeah. I liked that it was kind of interesting that he was like, well, what am I going to do with my, li- with my life now? He's like, okay, I'm going to murder all these like, criminals and gangsters yeah not bad um like i thought the do scene you, in japan was pretty cool do you refer to him as mohawk Eye? oh i do now <laughs> don't you think it's weird like when he like goes 
like I was thinking about this. I don't, it's probably pretty in, insignificant, but when his family comes back, mm-hmm. he like comes back with a mohawk. <laughs> like if your dad came back with a mohawk, wouldn't you be like, "What happened?" <laughs> oh God, that would be the first thing I think of. Um, his character is technically called Ronin. Ooh. And it's based on this comic run where he becomes like a vigilante, more of a vigilante. I don't know. Hey, by the but, way, yeah, thought... did the people who get dusted away, do they know that they're dusted? No. Not think... originally. No, Not I'm sure like they find out, but yeah. um, which makes like the future series really interesting because like there's been a five year gap and the, like the world has changed. Do they come back as their original age? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Are they going to get rid of all those monuments? (laughs) I don't know. I hope there's a movie that explains a little bit about this because I think that's an interesting thing. But I don't know if I don't know if Marvel will ever slow down enough to do that. Right. Just like have a a psychological drama based on like if your wife died and then came back five years later. Yeah. That would be cool. Maybe that will be, be cool. like none of the series. <laughs> I don't think the series will ever end. But I mean like the Disney Plus things. Oh, yeah, that could be cool. Um, what did you think of Black Widow dying? Um, I thought it was... I liked it. I mean, you know, well, I thought it was a good ending, I guess. I liked that they went back to that Vormir or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had a feeling that she would be the one. Yeah, same. Because I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed the, even though it was supposed to be serious, I thought it was the, the scene where they're both fighting to kill themselves was pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> also, why is the Red Skull guy there? I never understood that. So at the end of the first Avenger, um, Red Skull holds the Tesseract, and the whole thing with Infinity Stones is if you're like a normal human or mortal if you hold one of the infinity stones, like bad shit happens. So they had him just disappear, like be evaporated away at the end of the first Avenger. Mm. And until infinity war, no one had touched on it. Right. We just thought he died or something. mm -hmm. So you're supposed to not know what happened. And I guess the infinity stone just like made him a keeper of the soul stone. I don't really know. Okay. But they did not have Hugo weaving. He, yeah, he did I not reprise the role. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Mm, uh, two other things I wanted to touch on in yeah, Endgame. Go ahead. What do you think of Fat Thor? Loved it. I loved it. <laughs> uh, it was so good. It makes it so much more realistic to like aspire to be Thor. Yeah, that's right. I like that he like didn't really wash his hair and he wore like loose fitting sweatshirts and like shorts and his Ray-Bans were great some people were pissed that like they made it like they made him into a joke or they made like being fat into a joke but the directors (laughs) yeah the directors have been like no we actually did this like on purpose to make it a depiction of grief I I just thought it was funny (laughs) I think it works both ways it's funny continuing like the trend of Thor being funny since Ragnarok 
Yeah. And it works as like an honest fiction of grief. Like he kills Thanos in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, completely unexpected. The trailers for this movie, everything came out of the first like half hour. Oh, really? Yeah, it was great. I had no idea what to expect going in. I feel like I need to see it again because I had to pee like three times. <laughs> so what's your other point? What's your other oh, question? Yeah, my other question. Um, what do you think happened to Captain America at the end? What do I think happened to him? Like mm-hmm. as an old man? No, I mean, so he goes back in time to drop off Mjolnir and the Infinity Stones, which, side note, was the best movie, was the best moment in this movie when he picks up Mjolnir, or was the best moment? That was so great. That was great. Or was the best moment in this movie when he finally says, Avengers Assemble? Uh, Is that when, like, all of them came? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, those are the only two options. No other scene oh, could possibly on. top those two. No, I really... Okay. Well, I have an entry for a third best. What it's is it? Like, they're all, they all happen in the same, like within five minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, the hammer was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked when he was basically just standing there and like pretty much about to die. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, he yeah. got like the radio signal. Yeah, that was They're awesome. They're coming in. I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh, that's so cool. That was great. You're right. Oh, I have a fourth one. <laughs> yes. Thanos going, I am inevitable. Iron Man going, I am oh, Iron Man. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's he going to say? And that was pretty great. <laughs> they added that in reshoots in January. Really? Yeah, it wasn't in the original script. He initially didn't say anything. He just snapped. And the editor of the movie um, suggested that line. And Robert Downey Jr. didn't want to go back and do it because he was like, it's so hard to get back in that emotional headspace. Dude, and... it's one freaking line. Um, and have Ozzy. Edit... It. Have who? Ozzy. Ozzy? Ozzy Hustleworth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't remember Ozzy. Which character is this? <laughs> He's Batman. Uh, um, yeah, those are all great. All right, I'm going to rank, um, just because, like, Iron Man started it all, I'm going to rank that one as number one. Okay. And then I'm going to go, your, your, the one with the radio signal, Falcon going on, on your left, yeah. like in the beginning of Winter Soldier. Yeah. I'm going to go that number two. Avengers Assemble, number three. And Thor, uh, Captain America wielding Mjolnir, number four. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. What are yours? Uh, I'll go Falcon saying on your left, number one. Um, I'll go number two, I am Iron Man, three, Hammer, four, Avengers Assemble. That's fair. Honestly, they're all great, and these yeah. are like... And they all happen within the same... Like five minutes. Yeah. Um... Uh, but going back to the thing, so when Captain America uh, goes back in time. Yeah. Um, so he went back to return all of the mm-hmm. stones. But then he's, what do you think happens? Sounds like a trick question. No, uh, it's not a trick question. There's like, it's either that he went to an alternate timeline and married Peggy Carter, or he went to this original timeline 
and married Peggy Carter, meaning he was always the one who was married to Peggy Carter. Oh, interesting. Meaning that her kids um, would be his kids and her niece would be related to him. And her niece is Sharon Carter, who he made out with in Winter Soldier. Oh. Making this, making this a whole Game of Thrones Targaryen thing. Wait, but he wouldn't be related to the niece. I guess not. Not blood. Yeah. I think it's... <laughs> I think that's fine. I think it was... Right. I, my assumption was it was the same timeline. Oh, and it would uh, be fun, irrelevant. Fun, fun fact for our listeners, Thomas from Alabama. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> first, first Cousins is fine. Not any closer than that. Uh, well, so what do you think it is? It's alternate timeline or no, I think original it's timeline? Original. Yeah, what do you think? Well, that? it's a good question, right? Because I don't know. I guess the, the actions that happen, um, if you go back in the past, you won't necessarily affect your own past, right? Yeah. So if he's run into... I don't know. It's a good question. I don't think we can know. Well, so... I think we can know well, based wait. on some things. We have to, right? Because he became an old man back at that time. Mm-hmm. So I think it must be that case. That it's the original... Timeline, yeah. like he went back in time and was always the one who was married to Peggy Carter. Yeah. I think it's that. And I think it's that because he doesn't end up back on, like, the pad. He right. just sort of shows up on a bench. Yeah. So he went, yeah, he went back to this timeline in the 40s or something. Mm-hmm. Like, right after he was initially frozen. Right. And then, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And that was a pretty great moment too. Yep. And that I think that makes sense because in the pre in Winter Soldier, when he's talking or when he's like learning about Peggy Carter's life, it says that she's married it says she says that she married someone who Captain America saved, but they never mentioned who it is. Mm-hmm. So I think they left it vague on purpose so that it could be him. And the writer of Winter Soldier the writers um, what Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely they wrote Winter Soldier, they wrote Civil War they wrote Infinity War and they wrote Endgame so I think they could have been planting seeds for like his ending all the way back then right and they have also flat out said they think that's the interpretation that he went back into the original timeline Yeah. but the directors Joe and Anthony Russo think it was an alternate timeline oh really? Mm-hmm. because they don't think uh, Captain America would go and like ma- try to marry her if he knew that she was already married to someone else. Mm. So I guess it's up to interpretation, but I think it was the original timeline. I do too. I trust the writers more than the directors. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I think that was a great ending. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was basically the end of the first phase, right? Like that was it. Yeah, they, they, they're like they retroactively, to, or like basically, like the last scene was them in the 
fifties or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And there was nothing after the credits. Yeah, there was no post credit scene. Um, Initially, there was no post credit scene. Yeah. But they now. they had uh, the end was the noise of Iron Man hammering his his suit in the first Iron Man movie. They have that noise playing over the last thing. Oh. But since this weekend, they actually did add a post credit scene. Are you kidding me? Nope. So if I go to see it now, there's a post credit scene. What? But but the post credit scene you can see online because the post credit scene is just the trailer for Spider Man Far From Home. Oh, okay. Have you seen that trailer? No, I haven't. It's a great trailer. So he's like uh, in space or something. Nope, he is in Europe. Oh, he... <laughs> not that far. <laughs> no, but he goes um, on like a vacation to Europe. All his friends who were recently undusted come back, come with him. Mm-hmm. It's like a school trip. Um, and it's basically dealing with the death of Iron Man from Spider-Man's perspective. Mm-hmm. Nick Fury is in it. Jake oh. Gyllenhaal is in it as Maybe Mysterio. Too. Oh, Mysterio. Mm-hmm. But he, he's like initially going to pretend to be a good guy. And they introduce a multiverse. Mm. Wait, what? So it has, yep. That's BS, man. <laughs> they have Mysterio being from a multiverse. Or is he lying? We don't know. Oh. But yeah, so that's the future Earth of the MCU. Theory. The other movies that like are sort of rumored slash announced are there's going to be a Black Widow prequel movie. Eh. Yeah. The problem, it, it, they should have done a Black Widow movie a long time ago. Yeah. And the problem with killing her off in Endgame is that, like, you know how her story ends and you don't really care about the prequel. Yeah. Um, they're doing a movie called Shang-Chi, I think, which is sort of like a martial arts superhero, Asian. Okay. And I guess they have to do that because they used Iron Fist for the Marvel series. Who's Iron Fist? Iron Fist was Finn Jones from Game of Thrones. Wait. He was one of the defenders on the, in the Netflix shows. Who did he play in Game of Thrones? Loris Tyrell. Oh, right. Yeah, so it was a shit series. Yeah. And it was, I think, one of the reasons the Netflix shows lost popularity and ended up getting canceled. Um, what else did they are they making anything exciting? Yeah, uh, the Eternals, which is about I think a race of celestials, and the rumored cast for this is stacked. It's Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, um, oh. and the dude <laughs> Canal. Uh, what's his face from Silicon Valley? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, he's funny. Um, but those are the three that off the top of my head I remember being sort of rumored announced. But they've said after Spider-Man Far From Home, they'll like make official announcements about Phase 4. Okay. The Eternals. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be the new Avengers? No, they're going to be like crazy god people. The new Avengers are basically, and like they're going to have Doctor Strange 2 and Black Panther 2 and probably Captain Marvel 2 and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay. But so the Avengers are mm-hmm. the Avengers are basically gonna be the three main ones going forward are gonna be Spider Man, Captain Marvel, 
Doctor Strange, I guess five main ones, Captain America, Captain Marvel, I mean, sorry, <laughs> Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Thor. Okay. Because Thor's still around. Yeah. So next one, he'll be like trying to lose weight or something. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the reason they got Chris Hemsworth to stay is because they were like, you don't have to be this jacked all the time anymore. Yeah. I remember that. That was like a, that's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention? Oh, we need, we need to do our traditional question. Yeah, I've just been, I was thinking about it. What version of that do you want to do? Um, I think we can go with the obvious one, right? Okay. Which two Avengers would you put together to make the ultimate Avenger? Oh, that's that's a great question. And I think it has a pretty obvious answer. Yeah. I'm going to go with Rocket Raccoon and Fat Thor. <laughs> hey, they did come together to they did. get that stone, even though it was all Rocket. Yeah, or Fat Thor and uh, Mohawkeye. Oh, I like that. But Fat Thor has to be in there somewhere. So I'm actually going to go for a more serious thing. Oh, a serious answer. Serious answer for a serious series. I'd go uh, Captain America and... uh, Let's go Professor Hulk. Oh, shit, I forgot about Professor Hulk. Yeah, because you want to have Hulk, but he's too crazy. Yeah, so you get the best. Although I think... Professor Hulk's not as strong as Hulk. He's yeah, maybe. Because as... he's not as, like, uncaged. Yeah. But still. Yeah. If I was going to go with a serious answer, I don't know who I'd pick because they're all, like, it's hard. good. But maybe... Definitely not Vision, though. Maybe Professor Hulk and Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention about the MCU? We didn't do like a deep dive, but no, we touched on the main points. Yeah, I think I think that's it. All right, that's a good one. Yeah, it's it's this is one that I've wanted to talk about for a long time, but yeah. it didn't seem to make sense to do until like there was a clear moment to do it. A lot of the criticism of yeah, a lot of the criticism of the MCU in the past has been like it just it's there's nothing that happens really that matters. They all like feel the same. There's right. no consequences, but I think this is a good culmination yeah. that actually has like a sense of finality, even if it's not the end, because they make right. like all the friggin' money. Right. It's the end for Iron Man, at least. Yeah, because he was costing them too much. Too much money, man. Fifty million. That's not. Jeez. I, I think he made something like seventy million for this one. Yeah. Fifty million was the first Avengers. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, thanks for listening and uh, tune in next time. Bye.